When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 13. Our patrons over at patreon.com slash writing excuses have made it possible for us to record more than just 52 episodes in a single calendar year. And this episode is one of those bonus episodes. Thank you, patrons, for making this possible. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. And if you'd like to become a patron, I already gave you the URL. This is Writing Excuses, Elephants and Death, with Lawrence Schoen. Fifteen minutes long, because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. And with us we have my... Beloved roommate for this convention Aww. at Gen Con, Lawrence Schoen. Lawrence, tell us about yourself. Oh, wow. Uh, I wear lots of different hats, and that, and yet I never wear hats. I'm a, a cognitive psychologist. I'm a hypnotherapist specializing in authors' issues. I'm the founder and director of the Klingon Language Institute, a small press publisher. And oh, yeah, when there's time, I write novels. Awesome. Thank you for coming. We are not going to talk about any of those things. Sweet! We- <laughs> We're going to talk about elephants and death. And the reason that we have this is because when we were discussing topics, I was really excited about uplift, and they were really excited to talk about death um, because I'm the one who writes about death, and they're the two that write about uplift. So um, (laughs) both of you have uplifted elephants featured prominently in your science fiction. That's true. Why? You know, the fact that you asked that question means that no answer I give you would be satisfactory. Um... (laughs) Because elephants are just cool, uh, and and they are fun to write, and they they were and they they were the protagonists of, of the novel, so I ran with that. But I but the novel is all about death as well, so it's it's I am the bridge between the two. Of them. Oh, he's he very much the the Barsh novel. Uh, I I loved it. Um, uh, is <laughs> it's a great exploration of the psychology of of death. Um, the elephants, the the fant as you called them, font. 
uh, font. Because they have their own writing system, which I did a typeface of. It's the uh, font font. Oh. <laughs> okay, you get one of those, and that was it's it. It's a live show. I yeah. Figured, you know. yeah. <laughs> now you guys know exactly what it's like to be his roommate. Okay. Um, but the, uh, the, the exploration of that through what is essentially an alien um, is, that is that is at the core of all that is science fiction. We are able to explore the human condition through things that are not human in ways that we probably couldn't if we were writing about humans. This, this is the fun thing about writing about anthropomorphic animals because you get all the great things you get when you write about aliens, but we already know them. And so I get to draw in various things that um, an ethologist would have, would, does research on, like uh, elephant societal structures. And then just... Oh, and they're intelligent. So instead of, you know, in, in regular, in regular, you know, the kind we have, um, females and children all wander around together in like large family units. And when male elephants reach maturity, they go off on their own as like, you know, wild bachelors. And we have this in Barsk. So if, you, if, you're, a real, if you're a realtor on Barsk, you know, there are these enormous family homes. And all these little tiny, you know, one-bedroom apartments. Bachelor pads. Bachelor pads, and, and, and the men keep moving around. They never stay in one place very, very, very long because they, they have to keep moving, and they will travel to other islands and on and on like this. And the women folk are there. raised. So it's, I always think of it as that line from Gilbert and Sullivan, you know, and we are his sisters and his cousins and his aunts. Uh, obviously, your listeners need to listen to HMS Pinafore more. Um, <laughs> And, and it just changes the whole way you approach society. Yeah, I, uh, I recently watched um, uh, Zootopia, and the special features on Zootopia, uh, the guys talked about going out, to, uh, going out to Africa and watching animals. And their, their design for the characters in the film completely changed after seeing this because because they were doing exactly what you're describing. They, they would take the groups, instead of, instead of, oh, here's a giraffe, and here's an elephant, and here's a lion, and giraffe, elephant, lion, antelope, whatever, they started grouping them the way they would group in the wild, and it was, it was kind of brilliant and beautiful, and it informed, I loved watching those special features, it informed the story yeah. uh, from there. Uh, my elephants, uh, you, Dan asked, you know, why'd you guys put elephants in? was a terrible, terrible mistake. <laughs> um, I told a joke. I, I've been to Africa, you know, the, on the safari, they warned us, you know, the most dangerous animal out here, uh, not man, because none of you have guns. <laughs> uh, the most dangerous animal out here is the bull African elephant. Do not make it mad, because that's the only thing here that can kill us while we're in the car. Yeah. Um, and, and they have terrible tempers. Uh, I mean, you... you piss them off, and they're, they're all over you. And so I told a joke about uplift. You know, we've uplifted this and this and this, and the one thing everybody could agree on is that uplifting the African elephant was a mistake. And my readers, I did not realize at the time, realize at the time my readers felt like I'd made a promise to them that there were going to be elephants in the comic. <sighs> and drawing the, the scale between a human being and an elephant is pretty dramatic. Yes. Putting them all on the same panel is a lot of really annoying work. I've always appreciated that extra effort you put into them. I noticed those strips seem far and few between, but I always appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I haven't gone 
to the lengths that you've gone to in order to incorporate elephant culture, because if there's anything worse than drawing one elephant, it's yes. drawing ten. Yeah. Um, well, well, let me give you another example of, of the same thing. Fighting, in a, fighting circus. in a circus. What a terrible idea And that then the was. gravity shuts off. Yeah. But... Um, you know, because Barsk is, I mean, Barsk is the name of the planet where the elephants live, but it's the galaxy full of over 100 uplifted races, uh, species. And as another example of, of drawing on real animal behavior, um, there's, there's a scene where, where one of our villains goes to meet a bunch of prairie dogs who happen to be precognitive. And they're all in a particular, as they are, you know. And, and, and he goes. That's why whack-a-mole is so hard. <laughs> and and he, goes, he goes to see them, and he enters, you know, the antechamber, and one is waiting. And he says, oh, you're waiting for me because you knew I was coming because you're precognitive. And he says, no, one of us is always here. Because prairie dogs always leave a sentry at every opening to a prairie dog colony. And if you know that at prairie dogs, you go, oh, I get it, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. And if you don't, you go say, oh, well, Sean's too clever for his own good, and they, you move on. And the other way you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the animal behavior stuff, the alien behavior stuff, uh, exploring human attributes through this, I think is where, for me, uh, stories, just stories in general, uh, really... That, that's where they get traction, when I see a piece of myself. The thing I like, I like best when people tell me uh, what, about their experience with Barsk is when they tell me they reach the point where they, the characters, the protagonists and so forth, stopped being elephants, that they became people for them. And that's, yes, because the, the humanity behind a character doesn't care what, what, what flesh it's wearing, doesn't care what the DNA looks like. And and that's where I was going with all of this, and that's why you know one of the themes about the book is in things like intolerance and so forth. But we haven't gotten to death. Well, that's okay because we're going to pause right now. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And you're going to tell us about Barsk. Not that we haven't been hearing about it for seven minutes, but give us the quick pitch. It is Barsk, the Elephant's Graveyard. I will give Tell you the, us about the book. I will give you the quick pitch because my wife wrote this, helped me write this, and she insists I do this every time. So, prophecy, intolerance, loyalty, conspiracy, friendship, a drug for speaking to the dead, also elephants in space. I'm awesome. in. Well, I mean, I already read it, but I'm in again. <laughs> I will sell you another copy. <laughs> so that is Barsk by Lawrence Schoen. Barsk the Elephant's Graveyard by Lawrence, by Lawrence Schoen. Schoen. And Go it look on, it up. 
inaudible yet? It is, and the audible. There, there's if I can sneak in a quick thing about the audible. Sure. So, so I mentioned, but yeah, and I know you, got you said an we're, actual elephant to read the. <laughs> even better, even better. You said we weren't going to talk about some of the other hats I wear, but but you know I have all these people who follow me because of my work with Klingon, but they don't want to read my fiction because it's not Klingon fiction. So I reached out to an actor I knew, J.G. Uh, Hertzler, who portrayed Martok. Admiral Martok on Deep Space Nine. He's got the best friggin' voice. He's got the the best, and he's never done audiobooks before. And he recorded the audio for Barsk, and it is beyond brilliant. And I'm thinking this is going to be a whole new future career for John. And 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 you know I'm I want my percentage, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or or at least I want to do the next book. All right, so let's let's get back into this. It is not just Barsk. It is Barsk, the elephant's graveyard. There's so a death colon in there. Is a key part of this. It is. Tell, how so? The, the the MacGuffin there is that there is this drug that only that is derived from a plant that only grows on Barsk, and certain people under the influence of this drug discover they can perceive a new subatomic particle, a subatomic particle of memory and personality, and we all give these particles off every day we live. And when we die, they, they, they disperse. And if you can use this drug, you can pull them back. And when you have enough of them, that person materializes in front of you, and you can converse with him or her. And, and this, is, this is the latest in, uh, instantiation of this in my fiction of, I just don't like death. I don't like the idea that death is the end of us. So in, in Barsk, the idea is we are all complex patterns of organized information. And that information doesn't, shouldn't vanish just because the meat we're wearing, you know, has gone bad. And the parallel I like to give is, you know, you look up in the night sky and you're seeing light from stars that don't exist anymore. But that information is still coming toward us. Uh, and, and we happen to have, you know, eyes that allow us to perceive that. What we lack at the moment, arguably, is either sensor apparatus or hardware that lets us perceive the information that each of us that is each of our lives, and and that and and so the the premise behind this drug is that that gives us that ability, and then we're off and running. That's awesome. The uh, the exploration of death <laughs> from the eyes of someone who is uncomfortable with it, <laughs> as most of us should be. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of you I saw when I was reading the book, but I saw a whole lot of me. Uh, there's a character in the, in the very beginning. The point at which I knew you'd written a wonderful book was the scene where someone is carving, yeah. and, and he knows it's the last work of art he's going to perform, and it's not for him. It's for... I, I, I don't know what it's for. And as an artist, the idea that... At some point, I'm going to make the last thing I make is a little terrifying. Mm-hmm. The idea that you might be given foreknowledge, you might know this is the last thing that I'm going to make, and it is only for me. Uh, I, I, I wept during that because as an artist and as yeah. writers, we, we want our works to outlive us, and I think we want to be, we want to be read after we're gone. Part of the conceit of the title is on Barsk, when your death is approaching, you wake up one morning and go, oh, and you have a destination in your mind. And there is an island 
that you set up sail to, and nobody knows where it is until it's time to go. And if you and and you won't tell anybody because it's not they don't need to know yet. You're not dying. You're not dying, and you don't tell anybody you're going. You just you know pack up and go. And and this is in the very first chapter, and I think it begins with uh, Russell. Russell went to meet his death. So he's in this weird state of his life is over, and he hasn't gotten to the island yet. He's not dead. He's not dead, but he 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 is dead, and life has passed. His life is behind him. He's not physically dead. In his mind, you know, he's he's he's. He's filled out all the forms, you know. He's said his goodbyes to the people he needed to say goodbye to. He, he took the things he wanted to take with him on his voyage. He's packed for the trip, and he knows where he has to go. And, and minor, minor spoiler is that the, the bad guys, who are basically everybody else in the galaxy because they want the drug that grows on Barsk and they don't want to have to deal have to with the elephants it. anymore, they show up and they, and they abduct him because no one's going to come looking for him. Because he's dead, and we're off and running. Yeah. Uh, the the thought there, and I, I want to extrapolate this a little bit broader uh, because this appears through fiction all the time. How do you behave if you know that this is your last day? Yeah. How do you behave if you know that this is your last week? I, I was I was in my twenties, and somebody said, "Yeah, you know, live today like like it was your last." What's that what does really that mean? mean? That's that, when I just start breaking things. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know, it's 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 no accountability. Well, is no. I mean, you, you I mean, that's the first reaction. I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to get laid, and maybe at the same time, and you know, all these things, and and black tar heroin, and whatever you want, you know, whatever I want, whatever you want. Starcraft Dan, land party. Is, okay. <laughs> okay, this is your roommate, Dan. There you go. <laughs> He's been sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> But then you look at your life and you say, but, but that's not me. And, and I've actually had this conversation with other people. And, and they said, no, if, if I know it's my last day, I'm, maybe I won't go to work. But I'll, I'll spend the day with my wife and I'll take the kids to the zoo, ironically enough. Uh, or, you know, I'll, I'll go walk on the beach or I'll, I'll make peace with myself, you know. What are the things that I never got to do that I meant to do, and I'm okay with that? Yeah, I remember a line in uh, it was one of uh, one of the Vorkosigan novels where Miles gets shot in the chest and dies. He does, and his last thoughts are, "Wait, I haven't." Yeah, and then it's done, and that. Terrified me because I do not want that to be my last thought. Wait, this, I haven't. <laughs> this goes back to uh, when I, what's the poem? When I have fears that I may cease to be before my pen has gleamed my teeming brain. You know, they burned that into me in high school, and it's like, no, that can't be a thing. <laughs> I have books to write, you know, and yeah. and and I'm of questionable health, and I'm thinking, man, this sucks. I got to quit the day job so I can write more books, but then. I'll die because I don't have food or a house, or so there is this compromise we play, and and but no, I I have I have I have I have things to do, I have stories to tell, and and uh, I just had my birthday last week, so it's like you know my mortality has been brought to my awareness again, and it's like oh that that's what birthdays that's are for. what birthdays Dan, are Dan, for. Are we are we morbid enough yet? I, I well, I think we need to. Uh, Take this cheerful tone and end the podcast on it, because our time is up. 
ironically. Oh my. <laughs> well, when you're out you of get one, time. and that was it. <laughs> so, um, give us a really quick writing prompt. Okay. Um, come up with a method for immortality, and then convince your protagonist not to use it. Very cool. All right. Uh, this has been Writing Excuses. You are out of excuses. Now go... Right. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't say die. <laughs> Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.